Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Fantasy Consigliere Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Chapin. First of all, as I sit here recording at around noon on Tuesday, I'd like to send out my prayers to Demar Hamlin of the Bills. Obviously, his health is more important than anything. So rather than even talk about Week 18, I'm going to close the season by naming some players I would consider investing in in Dynasty Leagues. Obviously, keep Hamlin and his family in your prayers and just hope that he's able to make a full recovery, which again, we'll continue to pray for and won't speculate about because of the uncertainty. So I believe last year I did the same thing where the season ended in Week 18 with an episode covering some future outlooks because most don't play their fantasy championship through week 18. So I'll hit on several players here that I would be targeting for the future. And if you're looking for our week 18 rankings or advice, we have that on wolfsports.com and it will be updated through Sunday morning. At quarterback, our two main investments this season were Jalen Hurts, who has become a high-end QB1, and Jared Goff, who has established himself as a franchise quarterback in Detroit. I'd say Hertz value as the overall QB3 in Dynasty Leagues, and all of these numbers are according to Fantasy Pro's consensus, but Hertz is probably priced appropriately as a top-tier quarterback that is still just 24 years old, and Golf has risen into the top 20, but I'd still say he's someone worth investing in on an offense that has a great offensive line and should only become more explosive when rookie Jameson Williams, the number 12 overall pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, gets a full offseason in the offense. So the main target that I'd mention with a value that probably couldn't get any lower would be Zach Wilson, who I mentioned last week as someone I'll maybe dive into. Basically, the Jets have not used him at all like I thought they would coming out of BYU. Wilson was a big-time playmaker that could make plays outside the pocket. Instead, they've tried caging him by staying on schedule in a timing-based offense, but that's not really Wilson's game. It was reported over the weekend that they have no plans on moving on from Wilson, but I think that's posturing. It's difficult to imagine, based on how the Jets fans now view him, that the former number two overall pick will ever take a snap for them again. But I still believe in the talent. He needs to regain his confidence. Players have had worse starts to a career and have been able to bounce back. The best example that I saw someone else give is Alex Smith, who was the former number one overall pick, really struggling to begin his career. The numbers were even worse than Zach Wilson's with 19 touchdowns and 31 interceptions through 32 games, and then he missed the season after that with a shoulder injury. But Smith became a star-level quarterback, even if he didn't have monster numbers, when Jim Harbaugh came in, and then eventually he was sent to Kansas City. So Wilson, who I would argue has quite a bit more upside based on his arm talent and athleticism, just needs to end up in the right spot to rebuild his career. So I'd recommend checking in on his price in all dynasty leagues. At running back, Nick Chubb and Jonathan Taylor are the two options I would target. They're obviously viewed as at least mid-range RB1 options, but Taylor is as cheap as he'll get coming off a down year, and Chubb might be able to be had for cheap for those concerned about him getting up in age. But Chubb has showed no signs of slowing down, and his overall commitment to the game, along with no signs of him losing explosiveness, makes him someone that could have multiple high-end RB1 seasons left in the tank. And we can only hope that, considering he hasn't scored since Sean Watson has been back under center, that Cleveland's offense will be better in 2023. But for the most part, I'd just say avoid veteran running backs that don't have solidified roles like Chubb would, because the draft class in 2023 is extremely deep, 
and I'm sure there are a bunch of free agents to be that will be left either in a committee situation or even without him altogether because the running back class is definitely not being overhyped. So a good strategy might be investing in the high-end talent and hitting on some rookies this year. So I'd highly recommend you read our scouting reports for the upcoming rookie class. We scout players like an NFL team would rather than looking at the fantasy angle. So reading the scouting report should give you a big advantage for a class with both high-end talent and tremendous depth. For the wideouts, I'd say this is the easiest position to recommend targets for in Dynasty formats. The biggest one is Mike Williams, who is somehow ranked as the wide receiver 36, according to the consensus. Injuries have really been the only concern for Williams, but the entire NFL has started to realize how great of a player he is. The most recent example was after Sunday's game, when he made that crazy one-handed grab along the sideline. Head coach Brandon Staley called Williams a premier player in the NFL, and he wasn't just talking about a wide receiver. So if he's somehow viewed as a low-end wide receiver three in your dynasty league, Williams is probably the top overall target, and I'm sure we'll have him ranked as a borderline wide receiver one in 2023. The other primary target at wide receiver is John Dotson. Heading into the season finale, he's got seven touchdowns in not even 11 full games. And he's done so on a run-first offense that's had shaky quarterback play. I don't exactly have confidence in the Commanders getting a franchise quarterback, especially with Alabama quarterback Bryce Young being out of reach. But there will certainly be some upgrades available, so we'll see if they can hit on one. But the talent for Dotson is undeniable as an exceptional route runner with sticky hands that plays much bigger than his size. So his stock has steadily climbed because of what he's shown as a rookie, but as a wide receiver 27, he's still at least a few spots too low, and I think we had him as the wide receiver 21. So Mike Williams and Dotson are the top two targets at wide receiver for those making moves in dynasty leagues. And just to finish off, I'll combine the rest of the wideouts and tight end by quickly going through a few pass catchers that I target. First, Kadarius Toney. He's flashed insane talent with Kansas City, both as an underneath option and including last week as a downfield target with Miko Hardman set to hit free agency and basically the entire wide receiver room potentially being open with Juju Smith-Schuster also set to hit free agency. Tony can be the team's number one wideout and the number two offensive option behind Travis Kelsey on a Patrick Mahomes-led offense. So if he can stay healthy, which is a big if, Tony can be a total monster next year. And the talent combined with the creativity of Andy Reid makes him a top target in Dynasty Leagues. For Romeo Dobbs, he has seen his stock decline a bit with Christian Watson emerging. But I'm assuming Aaron Rodgers will be back in 2023 and Dobbs becoming a full-time player with Watson's speed opening up space underneath should lead to him being a great value. And I'd also invest in Michael Gallup, who hasn't been quite himself coming off the torn ACL, but will be entering year two of a big extension with Dallas, and I'm sure they're expecting big things from him. So if he's able to play like he did before the injury, Gallup should be a high upside flex in 2023. And at tight end, David Njoku had seemed to take a step towards star status before a couple of injuries hit, but him finishing outside the tight end one ranks and slowing down to end the year should make him someone that could be acquired for a lower price than his talent would indicate. And the final option I'll mention is Mike Kosicki, 
who played on the franchise tag in 2022, and I'm sure we'll be picking a team that will utilize his strengths. The name that comes to mind to me would be Washington, as his bigger skill set would match well with Terry McLaurin and Jahan Dotson, and that would not be a fun offense to defend with those two, Gesicki, and hopefully an upgraded quarterback. So that will conclude this episode. Again, you can find our full rankings on wolfsports.com, and we'd be happy to answer any questions you might have both this week and through the offseason. So thank you for listening all year long. And again, please keep DeMar Hamlin and his family in your prayers. Until next season, I'm Dylan Chapin, and this was the Fantasy Concealary Podcast. <laughs>